It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So with this Cincinnati weather, I don't know, it's either winter, it's fall, it's spring, it's it could be any and all of those before noon, but truly the calendar says spring is coming, and that's when you start to see pansies pop up all over town, and I gotta say, I think it's mostly due to WOW Window Boxes, and Sean Davis of WOW Window Boxes is joining me this morning to talk about spring, spring t- trends and how you can add a little curb appeal to your home. Welcome, Sean. Hey, Amy, thank you for having me. So I have to ask you, you know, when we all watch like daffodils peek their heads up and freak out, I mean, I always get so stressed when the spring flowers come early or little buds start and you're like, oh my God, you're going to die. What do we do? How do pansies make it through all of this crazy out like a lion? Well, the great thing about pansies is they like it very cool. They're very frost tolerant. And the cooler and sunnier it is, the more vibrant they are and the uh, more they bloom. But what if it gets like freezing? Should we cover our our spring flowers? Um, I would say if you were in like a really low lying area and it was going to be um, frosted for like a long amount of time, perhaps. But they but they can get frosted. They're very like I said before, extremely frost tolerant. Right. They'll start to shrink and kind of compact compact themselves down, and they'll hold on to the frost. And then after the frost uh, melts off of them, then they just spring back to life. And you guys do the most beautiful pansy window boxes. I mean, it's really a signature for you all. And it seems like they are bigger than the average pansy. And I don't mean um, the size of the, the pot or the plant. I mean, the faces of these little flowers just are like big and gorgeous. How did you make that happen? <laughs> well, we work with four local growers here in Cincinnati. And we start growing our pansies in their greenhouses months before we start to plant, which we start planting next week on March the 12th. So the pansies have been uh, have already been started a couple of months ago so that they are ready and that the blooms. We also, when they start to grow them, when they start to bloom, they pinch them to force it to, to become fuller and bigger. When you pinch the flower, it, it like charges the root and then the root makes it shoot back out even stronger. And that's actually a good tip. Should we pinch the any spent blooms on our window boxes if they're available, you know, accessible? Yeah, yeah if you can reach it, um, if, you know, if they're down on the ground or if you can open your window and reach out, definitely if you pinch off the spent, the spent bloom, it forces the flower to flower again. And they will continuously flower all by themselves. Right. The more you pinch them, the fuller they get. Right. And so, you know, some of the classic colors for pansies are yellow or purple. Do you have any crazy pansy colors coming out? Well, they're always coming out with different varieties of all kinds of plants. But this year they have like a rose pink color. Ooh. Um, it, pink used to not be a very popular color for pansies. Like they're more jewel tone colors. Mm-hmm. But they've developed this pink color, and then along with the pink, they've been able to make some of the other colors more of a pastel. And how do those look? I mean, are they just, do they register as very pink from across the way, or is there specks of white? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, They some of them have white faces. Some of them are just fully pink. There's also a really dark red that they created last year that became pretty popular. Jewel tones with the pansies has been kind of the going trend. So the darker the color, people like it more. Yeah. It's more vibrant. Um, but, of course, but some people, like if your house is really dark, the pastels look really nice on there. So that 
that's a good thing to talk about. How do you choose what to best pop on your home? And it sounds like darker gets lighter and lighter gets darker in terms of the contrast. Is that what you're looking for when you do a basket? That's generally what we do if the customer says they're open, but we take color preferences. So any one of our customers, when they call in to schedule their planting, they just tell us what colors they like and what colors they don't like, and then we work from that color palette. Fabulous. And so if somebody's doing a DIY porch pot or window box this year, what tips do you have for them to really make it look lush and beautiful like yours? Well, um, so a lot of people think when they plant, especially in a pot, if you plant flowers in a pot that they plant them just flat down into the pot so it's very flat on the top. And so with pansies, it's really hard to get height because they are such a small plant. So we will ring the pot by laying the flowers on their sides, and that that pushes the blooms out to the you know around the edge of the pot. Oh. So we lay the flowers on their sides, ring the pot with it, and then we set the flowers upright on top of the pot. So it kind of mounds over the top of the pot, and that gives you the height. What a clever idea! Because you definitely need height. I mean, I think that's what makes. The real difference between, I don't want to say amateur because that sounds mean, but you know, the average home gardener and something professionally done like a wow window box is you can't just put five little plants in a row in your window box and think they're going to become, you know, lush and full and spilling. You really need the drama, especially think about when you're driving down the street and you're looking at a house, you're looking at it from the distance of the front yard, or even if you're in the an urban environment, you're looking at it from the sidewalk you're not right up on top of that box (laughs) correct and that's what we that that is the whole point the technique is called mounding so you know if you look at a window box from the street if we just stuck all the flowers in there you know roots down heads up it would be very flat and not very colorful over the top so we lay them on their sides the thing that surprises people the most is they are surprised that plants can be planted on their sides they don't have to be straight up and down yeah that is surprising Yeah, so we lay them on the sides to trace the box, and then we stick flowers straight up and down behind them, and that creates the height. And so are there other little tricks for creating height aside from, you know, the the live flower itself? Oh, yeah. we So we, we also use, like, uh, fresh-cut pussy willow and curly willow sticks that we'll, like, spray throughout the box, you know, to give it a lot of height. We use those a lot in planters. Mm-hmm. And the pussy willow and the curly willow, because those types of plants can be start started from cuts, and these are cut, so we stick them in there, and then they'll start to root and start to grow uh, leaves and more pussy willow. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. And so then, of course, you guys will come and do this for people at their home or their business. And talk a little bit about what your services are. Yes. So um, we custom make and install window boxes to fit whatever windows and planters also. Um, We also install an irrigation system that attaches to the outside spigot of your home. Uh, you can still use your hose. It doesn't take up that space, but uh, and it runs off of a timer. It kicks on a couple of times a day and sprinkles water through the box. One of the important things I was talking about mounding before, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like to mound up because when they pour, dump the water on top of the plants to water them, it washes all the dirt away. But with the irrigation system, it runs up over the plants and it just barely sprinkles over the roots. So it doesn't affect the mounding 
you know, the thing that you have kind of built on top of your planter or box with the flowers. It just waters them as they sit there. And it definitely never drenches them like if you spray them down with a hose and the poor little flowers are gasping for breath. It's kind of a just a, a slow drip that keeps them yeah. nicely watered. I mean, if you think about like your your planting beds of your garden or your yard, if it rains or if the sprinkler's on it, you know, there's a whole lot of dirt that's getting wet and can hold moisture and roots can reach down. But in a small box or a window box or a planter, you got to keep those wet or everybody's learned when they go away on vacation, they come back to something dead. And I think that is, aside from your beautiful design and quality of plants and excellent service, I think it's that keeping the plant alive. It becomes self-maintaining. Well, it is self-watering, but it makes just your life a lot easier. Yeah, it's true. And the the water system also goes over the roots of the plant. A lot of people, when they water with their with their hose or with a sprinkler system, when that water, when the little sprinkles hit the petal of the flower, it damages the petal. Our watering system only waters the roots, so no water ever actually touches the petals of the leaves of the plant. And that is really an important difference. They're not drinking through their leaves or petals. They're drinking through their roots. That's good stuff. Well, Sean, tell us where we can find more information about you guys. What's your Instagram account? Um, We actually don't have an Instagram account (gasps) at the moment. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, Sean, we're going to fix that right away. (laughs) We're actually working with a company up in Chicago, and they're redesigning our website. And then we are going to start an Instagram. We do have a Facebook, but we're getting all that added onto the website now. Our website is still available the way that it is, but look for updates on it um, because we're about to change it. But you can find us at www.wowwindowboxes.com. Or you can contact Kate at our office at 513-402-2137. Or you can also look at a, look us up on Facebook. Um, we have lots of followers on Facebook, and we get a lot of response from them. We, we always uh, post pictures of the most recent things we've planted, and we're constantly asking for people's suggestions or what they think of what we're doing. So we would love feedback on that. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I love what you're doing. And you, while every home is different and it's everybody's personal preference, I can spot you guys a mile away because there, you know, I I drive by a house or I drive by a business or up Madison Road in Covington, and I'm like, oh, I know who did that because you guys just make everything just a bit more beautiful. You really do. Well, Sean Davis of Wow Window Boxes, thanks so much for joining me on Amy's Table, and look for those pansies all around town. Coming soon. Thank you for having me, Amy. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com. Free Kids Workshops are back in stores at the Home Depot. On the first Saturday of every month from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., bring your little ones to a local Home Depot for a hands-on learning experience that kids love. Find more kid-friendly projects and kids' workshop kits at homedepot.com kids. For 25 years, the Home Depot has been building confident future doers with its free kids' workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Lost Supplies Last, U.S. only.